rockzone.com. Now, Talk Zone presents All Things Employment with Vicki Causa. All Things Employment with issues, answers, and information for today's job market. Here's your host, Vicki Causa. Hello, everybody, and welcome to this edition of All Things Employment. For those of you who are unfamiliar with the show, it's been a resource for those currently in a job search, for those who may find themselves in a job search shortly. Each week we have a guest who is an expert in their field who can lend insight and helpful information for those looking for their next opportunity and those who think they may have to start looking for a new opportunity. Now we invite guests to call in during the show and our number is 888-463-6748. That's 888-GO-FOR-IT. And the show is also available at any time by clicking on the banner ad on the show for downloadable uh, audio. And as you know, we're carried by TalkZone.com. And the site's there all the time, and you can get back to archive sites, archive shows, and listen to some past guests and get some helpful information. So we certainly invite you to do that. Now, my guest today is Joan Schramm. Now, Joan is a master career coach with more than 25 years of business and management experience. Joan specializes in helping people leverage social media for career and business success. Now, many of you who have heard me on the show before have heard me repeatedly say that you need to tap into all of your networks for possible contacts, especially in today's job market. It's not enough just to search boards and internet sites, but you need to absolutely tap into all your contacts. And Joan is with us today to talk about how to leverage the internet-based networking sites to the greatest advantage. Things change out there so quickly, and so many new sites pop up, and different ways to get on internet networking sites are always available. But Joan has done a great deal of work in looking at what the best sites are and helping people leverage those sites, not only for networking, but to increase their business as well. Now, Joan is also a published author. She's have, she's written the book, Loving Your Job and Living Your Life. And she also has an e-course entitled, Should I Stay or Should I Go? A Guide to Knowing Just When to Leave Your Job. So I'd like to welcome Joan to the show and invite callers for questions. Joan, thank you so much for being here. Hi, Vicki. Thanks very much for having me. Terrific. Thank you. And, and looking over some of the information that you and I had talked about and some of the topics that we were talking about presenting on the show today, I think some of the biggest information or some of the biggest myths out there are about two things in particular. One is career coaching. Now, people have heard an awful lot about coaching. As a matter of fact, we dedicated one of our earliest shows to coaching. We had somebody on and spoke about that for the entire segment. But you know, knowing you and knowing the business that you've been in and, and the background that you have, can I'd like to ask you to tell me a little about yourself and how did you decide to become a career coach? Well, I started out my career many years ago as an officer in the United States Navy. I retired from there in 1994, and most of my naval career was spent working as a type of personnel officer, and I really enjoyed the interaction that I had with many different people and being able to find ways to help people through some of the the problems or situations that they had relating to their career in the military. Um, after I retired, I worked for a large nonprofit organization, again in an HR role. And a few years ago, I read this article about coaching, and I thought, you know, that sounds like what I've been doing for most of my life. So I did some more research into it. Uh, I got certified through the Coach Training Institute, and I started my own coaching business, which is called Momentum Coaching. Mm. Uh, in that, I work with people in issues surrounding their career, whether it's 
to help them find a new job, learning how to move forward or get a promotion in the job that they already have, resolve any workplace issues that they might have with coworkers, bosses, or if their bosses issues they might have with their employees, or sometimes just figure out what they really want to do with their life. Mm-hmm. Sounds like a great career step for you. And, and the background, you know, having been in the Navy as you were, it, it sounds like you're perfectly positioned to deal with so many different aspects of somebody's career. That's absolutely perfect. Now, Joan, in your opinion, you know, with, with the climate being what it is today and so many people being out of work and money being such an issue, you know, some people may consider working with a coach but not really sure if it's the right thing for them, if it's a good idea. How expensive is it going to be? Can I afford to have a coach? What would you say to somebody who's considering that? Well, the first thing I'd ask them is, why are they thinking of hiring a coach? What do they hope to get out of that relationship? Um, I'll tell you some things that a career coach won't do for you, and that mm-hmm. they won't help you find a new job. They right. won't write your resume for you. They won't help you decide what your ideal career should be, and they won't make a decision about whether you should or shouldn't take a particular job. Mm. But what a career coach can do is help you figure out what your strengths and challenges are, what things that you can bring to the table for a particular job that you might be looking for. Mm -hmm. They can help you identify what your real passion is in life and figure out how to get to it. Mm. Um, They can make sure that you're using all the tools available for your job search, including traditional means and, and, as you mentioned, a lot of social networking, Mm-hmm. It can help you weigh the pros and cons of different jobs. A lot of times people will get to the point where they're out of work or they're looking for another job and they start getting discouraged and they think about grabbing the first job that comes along. And having an outside person who doesn't have an agenda, who mm. isn't invested in your decision, can help you decide Am I taking this job for the right reason or maybe should I hold out, you know, a little bit longer to see when the right job comes along? Yeah, I guess, though, in this economic climate, you know, with financial situations being what they were, you know, people will take whatever comes just to continue to help make ends meet. You know, what would you say about that? I mean, if someone's been out of work for three to six months and all of a sudden severance is out and, you know, you start to look at the end of that unemployment money coming in, what would you counsel somebody on, on a situation like that? You know, I, I think it, it's, uh, it's a case-by-case basis. I mean, people mm. need to make that decision for themselves. But I'll say that there are a lot of ways you can look to work in something that might be related to what you ultimately want to do, and that's something that a career coach can help you explore some of those things, like contract work or temping or part-time or even think about starting your own business. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're, you're working on, on something like that, then... Maybe if you have to, things come down to it and you end up having to take what I would call a bridge job to get you through the tough times, you know, a career coach can help you stay focused on what your ultimate goal is, can help you put forth your best effort in the job that you have, and ultimately position yourself for the job that you really ultimately want to get. 
Yeah. So in other words, it's, it is lots of different ways to help keep yourself afloat before taking a job that you know is probably not the best for you or having that knee jerk reaction to saying, I need to, I need to pay bills. So I'm going to do this. So there are alternatives that people certainly can probably try to uncover. Is that a fair statement? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Great. John, just wanted to touch upon something you mentioned before, you know, when you talked about having somebody uncover what their real passion is. Do you have any, anything you can share with us about somebody you might have worked with at maybe took a different career turn because of some coaching that they had or maybe thought about launching into another career because of some of the things that they discovered about themselves. Have you seen that happen in the past? Um, yes, I have. Uh, mm-hmm. um, oh, let me think. Well, I had one. It, it's, yeah, I had a client who was looking for something. He wanted a new kind of job. The contract job that he had now was ending Mm-hmm. He wanted a new job. He wanted to go into something overseas um, to work in a particular area, you know, in a, in a particular industry. Um, and, you know, we brainstorm a lot of ways that he could get involved in that. He had a lot of industry contacts, so that made it a lot easier for him. But we were mm-hmm. able to really focus and drill down into exactly what he wanted to do. And and it's funny, we were talking about, you know, grabbing any job that comes along. Mm -hmm. At one point, he got offered a job, and he wasn't sure whether he should take it or not. He he really, he was feeling a little discouraged. Oh, boy, I really need to get a job, and now this one comes along. It wasn't what he said he wanted to do. So when he Mm. was talking to me about it, he said, what do you think? And I said, look, you know, you need to decide this but I want to go back to what you told me the first day we talked, that this is what you said you wanted to do. And I said, this job that you were offered is not what you said you wanted. Now, if you've mm. changed your mind, if you've changed your focus about what you want to do, then, you know, I'm, I'm all behind you and I'm, I'm supporting it, but this is not what you told me that you wanted. Mm-hmm. So he thought about it, he turned down the job, and four days later he got exactly, Exactly the job that he wanted in exactly the area that he wanted to be with the benefits package, the salary, and everything. Oh, that's a great that's success story. Just the way it works, you know. <laughs> Absolutely, but I think I think the point, and I think you've made an excellent one, is really thinking about what it is you want, even in this economic climate being what it is. You, you know, and I'm not saying that you should wait and wait and wait for the right thing to come along and and you know have everything be at risk. But if you're able to. Really wait it out a little bit and just get what you really want to do. And in the meantime, perhaps, as you say, take a bridge job, but really focusing in on exactly what it is you'd like to do. You know, in some of the work I've been doing, I've I've met with an awful lot of people who have been with the same company for a very, very long time and are not 100% sure what they want to do going forward. They're not sure if they want to stay in that field, if they want to do something different, and how to really hone in on that. So I think having that available to people to do some coaching like that. I, I think it's a great thing. Now, one more question about coaching before we get into the social media information that you'll share with us. People are very concerned about, can I afford a coach? What would you say to people who are worried about the cost of having a personal coach work with them? Well, here's the thing. If hiring a coach means that you can find a new job in three months instead of six months, or if it means you're finally able to figure out how to get that promotion at work that you want, or if it means that you're able to figure out what you really want to do and maybe start your own business or move into a new industry that really is your passion, 
then I'd say that it's worth it. I, I see too many people who say, well, I'm not going to hire a coach right now. You know, I'm going to get a job myself, and then three, four, five, six months down the road, they still don't have a job, and now they're starting to think, well, you know, maybe it might have been a good idea to work with a professional right back at the very beginning. Maybe I would be in a different place now. Yeah, what they say, hindsight is always twenty. That's right. that's never been more true for, than it is right there. I mean, there's coaches in in all levels um, mm-hmm. that that you know charge from a couple hundred dollars to a couple of thousand dollars. So mm-hmm. you need to mm-hmm. find somebody that you're comfortable with, somebody that you know that you can can meet the financial part of it, and right. you know, and then I would say go for it. Obviously, mm-hmm. I'm a career coach. But, you know, I would, I would do it myself. Yeah. And it certainly is, you know, a very, very worthwhile and helpful aspect for people to, to invest in. So, and I, I look, that's how I look at it. It's an investment in yourself. It's not really paying a fee. You're investing in your future. And if you can find somebody who can help you speed up that process, it's worth it. I agree with you. So thanks for sharing that part of it. I really do appreciate that. Now, let me ask you, Joan, too, in the, in the experience that you've had, what would you say is probably the most important part of a job search for people today? Oh, the most important part is your attitude. Mm. Um, you can have the best credentials and network in the world, but it's all a mental game. If you think that there's no jobs available, you're not going to find a job. Mm. If you think no one's going to hire you because you're too old or you're too young or whatever, then no one's going to hire you. If you think that you don't deserve to make $100,000 or whatever it is a year, then you're never going to make that. I think it was uh, Yogi Berra who once said, half of this game is 90% mental. (laughs) And I think that's absolutely true. Um, You know, Mm -hmm. look at the statistics and you read the headlines and it's easy to get very depressed and down about the way things work. You hear... 600,000 jobs lost last month, 500,000 jobs lost the month before. But what you don't hear, you don't see headlines that say millions and millions and millions of people are working. There are lots of jobs available out there. And, yeah, the economy lost 600,000 jobs last month. You don't need 600,000 jobs. You only need one job. That's part of what my job is to help you find that one job mm-hmm. you, that you need. And, yeah, absolutely. And it mm-hmm. really is in your attitude. That's the first thing, the absolute first thing that I start with people is getting mm-hmm. them into a place of having a positive attitude, identifying what they want, and really getting themselves aligned with what their goals are in a very positive way that makes mm-hmm. all the difference. Yeah. Well, I think you're absolutely right. You know, as far as the attitude, it's what you bring to the table and not only in the interview process itself, but how you even approach getting interviews and how you approach talking to people about what you're looking to do. So you're right. Attitude is absolutely key there. And and you're right about Yogi, too. He had some great yogiisms. And matter of fact, yesterday was Yogi's birthday. So funny you should mention him. But uh, but that's very, very true. And I guess the other question I would like to ask you as well is right now, What's the best way to look for a job today? And again, because I deal with so many people who have been with the same company for so many years, don't really know the first step in, you know, in looking for a job. You know, the, the first thing they would tend to do years back is 
grab their Rolodex and, and see who's out there, but nobody even has a Rolodex anymore. So they're really sort of, they're stuck. So what would you suggest? What's the best way right now to start looking for your job, your new job? Well, you know, like in real estate, they say it's location, location, location. Yeah. In looking for a job, I would say it's networking, networking, networking. Mm-hmm. Nothing, absolutely nothing beats the personal touch, even when the personal touch is online and not actually face-to-face in person with somebody. Networking mm-hmm. is the number one thing that anybody needs to do to get a job, no matter what the economy is like. Yeah. Yeah, and that's—I mean—that's absolutely an excellent statement. And these—that's some of the things that I tell a lot of the folks that I work with as well. But a lot of people look at me and say, "I don't even know how to network. What's the first thing I should do?" I'm not really good at walking up and saying hello to people or starting to talk about myself in front of people. What do I do to overcome that? So, what would you suggest for folks who don't even know how to start to network? Well, one thing that that I do with with clients is. Like I said, we try to determine exactly what they're looking for. We help them create a, a sort of a yes/no list of what their, you know, what their drop-dead things are on jobs, you know, salary or location or industry or whatever. And then we sit down. People say, "I don't know anybody." You know, tons of people. You know, way more people than you ever thought of. And if you sit down and start making a list and and People a lot of times think that networking has to be on a very high level and it has to be, you know, it's professionals in business garbs standing around, a, you know, a buffet table handing off business cards to each other or whatever. Networking is as simple as the, the person who, you know, watches your, your dog while you go out of town or the person <laughs> that your daughter babysits for or the brother-in-law of the cab driver who's driving you across town for something. It's all networking. It's all meeting people. You never know who is going to have the link that you need to find your, your next job. Right, so, right. You know, I sit down and I have people start making lists, and everybody is astonished at how many people that they know. Mm-hmm. We all know way more people than we think of. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, and you're right. You never know who knows who. Somebody from, you know, the soccer coach or somebody's parent, the parent of one of the kids that your kids may play with or, or whatever. There's a quick story that I want to share before we go to our first break. Mm-hmm. I was uh, coaching somebody who told me the best job she ever got was because her mother-in-law knew somebody at a dry cleaner that knew somebody who was looking for somebody to, to take on a job. And it wound up being... She became the personal assistant for a very famous actor and worked for him for 14 years because of that connection between her mother-in-law, the dry cleaner, and the housekeeper who was working for that particular celebrity at the time looking for somebody to work for them. So you never, ever know who knows who. And I think, too, the stigma today of being unemployed is no longer there. So you can tell anybody you want to that you're not employed, and hopefully that message will get sent out and people then can, can help you land your next opportunity. So we're going to take a break right now. We're speaking with Joan Schramm. Joan is a career coach and counselor. She will be speaking with us on the other side of the break about social networking and how you can use that to your advantage. You're listening to All Things Employment on TalkZone.com. <laughs> 